Hey everybody, welcome to Raven's House of Horror. I'm Raven, here to bring you the review today on Deadly in Detention. Deadly Detention. I seen this movie back in 2017 when it first came out and it caught my eye. It reminds me of a Saturday morning movie for teens, but just with a twist of horror in it. So we'll get to all that other stuff later on. I'm just going to go through the cast and tell you about the plot in the movie real quick and see if you're interested in watching. But I say definitely give it a try. It's not as bad. I mean, if you want something for horror, not crazy scary, not a lot of jump scares or anything like that, just a sit through straight through horror that you can even just watch with your, you know, teen, 13, 14 year old, you know, kids if you have them. If not, it's just a fun little watch, popcorn flip. But we start off with the synopsis. About five high school students are having a Saturday morning detention in a correctional facility, and they must find a way to survive and outsmart the very thing that's trying to kill them in this facilities. So I'm gonna start off with the cast, so you know you get to know the characters real quick. So they have um, Alex, Alexandra, but Alex, Franca. She plays Lexi, the pretty, bitchy, smart-ass girl with the attitude. Which she, and she actually did a movie that I, I also like, I may review someday. It's called The Axe Murders of Delicia. That is a cool little ghost movie. Then they have Sarah Davenport, which is Jessica, the cheerleader, nice, respectable character. And she was in something called Body Snatch, which and when I looked it up, it looked pretty good. So I might give that a shot. Then we have Henry Zaga. He plays Barrett, the arrogant party pretty boy. And if you watch 13 Reasons Why, which I know a lot of people do, he actually is in that show. Then we have Coy Stewart, Kevin, the religious kid, sweet, nice, you know, respectable. And he's actually the, well, I won't give too much away with that. He's actually in the Agent of Shield show. Then we have Jennifer Robbie Jacob, plays Taylor, the quiet loner skater chick. And she's from a show that I used to watch years ago called Franklin and Bass. I don't think she did anything super recent. Then we have Jillian Vigman, who plays Miss Presley, the teacher on the trip. She's the hard ass, and she's the most, the most recognizable person in the movie. She's in Step Brothers Hangover, Roswell, New Mexico. She's the most known one in the film. If you see her, you know her from something. Then we have Kevin Blakes, who plays Pete, the bus driver slash security guard. The only thing he really been in besides this was Mother's Day. So, to begin with the story, basically starts off introducing the characters once they, when they're on the bus before they get into the facilities to do their detention. And their detention is basically, they have to write an 800 word essay and clean up a little bit of the facilities easy plot to go with easy to follow nothing crazy like I said it's like a a good teen movie and as the students as the students are in the, the, the facilities they start you know talking arguing amongst themselves getting to know each other their characters and their personalities are clashing so you know how it is they try to mix things up and try to see who they're going to hang out with and who's who. And, you know, so Lexi, 
one of the main chicks, the bitchy one. She's, you know, has the smart ass mouth, think it's all about her. And she doesn't get along with Jessica, the cheerleader, which is nice. She's not one of those arrogant brain dead cheerleaders. She's actually smart. And they, they bump heads off and on throughout the film. And, you know, and so they're there messing around and Miss Presley, you know, is just trying to keep them calm while she goes in and out of the facilities to her office where she made her office at the time. Then one time she came back, the door was locked and she couldn't actually get in. Then next thing you know, the kids think she's like, they're laughing at her because the door's locked on her. And then she's, next thing you know, they see blood spilling from under the door while she's screaming for her life. And the kids are looking at her, but they were trying to decide should they open the door or not? Because whatever's happening out there, they don't want it inside, which, you know, makes sense. So long story short, they finally get out. But before they get out, a voice comes over the intercom saying, you got to survive the detention day. You know, like I said, simple plot. So right now they're thinking like, it's a ghost. Is it a person or is it Miss Presley playing a joke on them to get them back for how they're acting? So as they go out their separate ways, they're trying to find out what's going on. Miss Presley's body's gone. Then they stumble upon it later on in the movie. And that's like, she's dead. So they're like, half of them think it's a ghost and half of them think it's, now it's not Miss Presley. The other half think it's like a killer on the loose. I'm not going to go through the whole story, but like I said, you should give it a one-time runaround. And it's basically, you know, the killer goes after them. It's like hide and go see cat and, mouse, cat and mouse game. You know, they split up at some point. It's like the loner skater chick. She's, out of all of them, there's, like I said, there's five kids. So Taylor, she winds up alone. And when she's alone, something happens to her. They actually don't even show what happens, but I'm not going to get into all the killing and everything or supposedly being killing. And uh, Lexi and Barrett goes off by themselves, you know, and, you know, they have that moment where they're, you know, hot and heavy for each other and things start happening between them. And then you have Lexi and Jessica. They stayed bumping heads with that. But besides that, Jessica was on her on her own with um what's his name Kevin you know so they're getting to know each other because they're both nice people so far made in the movie and next thing you know Kevin's gone the look is hiding behind him but is it really a ghost or is it a human being that's what they keep messing you with with, with the movie so it's a good how they make you think either or so next thing you know um, Kevin and Jessica get separated. She finds Lexi and Barrett. She's like, I don't believe you. She's mad at them because she's like, you have she got makeup all over your body. Basically, you was having sex and we're trying to get out of here and people are dying and missing and that's all you could think about. So next thing you know, Barrett says something smart ass to them and they wind up leaving Barrett until they hear Barrett scream, run back, something, which, something happened with Barrett. So from there, I'm not going to keep going on with the story, but it is like a, a you would, they still play with you. Is it a ghost or is it a real person stalking them? And the reasons why they find out how they even got into tension, they all got framed to be there. So it was actually a plot to be there. But, you know, you still have those spirits that could do that because you did something that they don't like or you did something to somebody. So which right now you still don't know. And 
but the killer at the end, you'll be, I don't know if you're going to be a hundred percent shocked, but it's a good little twist if you're not like really trying to figure out what's going on. So I thought it was witty. I thought it was good. You know, they had that, they had a decent atmosphere within the prison and, you know, they had, they did the light and right with the dark darkness to try to cover certain things up. Um, the acting, it was pretty good. You know, it wasn't too bad. It's good for like an indie B movie. So I couldn't complain about that. If you're looking for blood, they show blood, but they don't show the kills. And the kills aren't as strong as you would like it. But like I said, that's why this reminds me of a, a after school special, but a little bit stronger rating teen horror movie, which is, like I said, it's good for a one time watch. I would not like skip it if you have nothing to watch. And it's like, it's a fun popcorn flip. And the chemistry between the characters are actually good. And the way they build up the characters is not the best, you know, but you get to know who you're going to like and dislike and you get the idea, you know, they have basically like you, like I said, the, they got the, the jock, which is the girl this time, the cheerleader, the pretty cheerleader. Then they got the pretty popular bitchy chick. Then they have the, um, the Bible kid. Then they have the loner and then they have, you know, the pretty boy, party boy guy. So it covers most of the basics on like, horror characters, you know, stereotype. And then at the end, I would say there could be two likely heroes that you wouldn't even be surprised who help and save the day, if anything. And they will find, then you'll find out who or what is the killer. And then you will find out who and which are who and who aren't dead. And I like the way they did that because throughout the movie, you think he's dead or she's dead. Maybe, maybe not. So it makes you keep guessing. So it's a little, little smart to it how they did this movie. It makes you keep guessing. Like I said, with the killer, is it a ghost? Is it a, is it a human? Is, is he, she really dead? And it's like, as they try to figure their way out of the facilities, it's like whoever's doing this had it locked down. So you know how supernatural spirits and beings can control doors or somebody could be controlling the prison. And if so, why? And I think they do good answering your questions, like why they're doing this to these people. Why did these kids get framed to be there? And why would this spirit or person want it done? And at the end, I think you will be kind of satisfied with who the killer is, but shocked with that. But I think you'll be a little bit more surprised who are like kind of the heroes at the end too. So like I said, it's good for a one-time watch. It's good for a fun, relaxing movie. Deadly Detention, I give it three Raven Wings out of five. I say give it a go. And thank you for listening to Raven's House of Horror. I'll be back next week with another horror. Like I said, I might be doing some more mainstream movies. I've been doing nothing but indies and B movies because I love them. But I'll start sprinkling some mainstream horror in there. Thanks for the support. Thanks for listening. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, my handle is Ravens underscore horror. And on my podcast Instagram, my handle is Ravens underscore house of horror. The YouTube channel is still being worked on. We'll be on soon with some video clips. Or I even might throw some on my um Instagram too. So if you want to see what movie will be about, go on there. You'll find out weekly. And thanks for listening. Raven out.